Society. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Latina Business Coach Podcast. I'm Jessica. I'm so grateful that you're tuning in, whether this is your first time listening or you have been following me since February. I just want to thank you again for almost 13,000 downloads. I'm so, so grateful. Um, I keep getting notifications from Brazil, from Dominican Republic. I even got one in Germany. So wherever you are listening from, thank you so much. Um, lots of lots of amor from Phoenix, Arizona. We are continuing our conversation about the Latina pay gap. So as you guys know, I'm going to keep talking about this until we freaking bridge this gap that is making us the lowest paid women in the country. And I just can't seem to understand why when we're so hardworking, we're so passionate and we have like extra extra to prove because our parents, our grandparents, they made so many sacrifices for us. So I'm trying to bring attention to how we can bridge this gap. If you've been following along, you know this is the third episode. The first episode was about how to make sure that we're not just giving away free information. How can we monetize our experience, our knowledge, our skills? That's episode one. Go back to it. Episode two was talking about how we're not giving discounts, how we're going to charge appropriately, how we're going to feel confident when we charge. And when we say our price, we say the price and then we shut up. We don't need to explain why. So there's a, a recap. If you guys want to hear more about those episodes, please go back and listen to them. I also have an episode about the Latina pay gap and the American dream. And that is one of the prior recorded episodes as well. Today, we are going to be speaking to an incredible guest who I cannot wait to introduce. Before I tell you guys a little bit more about her, I wanted to tell you about why I felt it was so important to bring her on. First of all, she's an immigrant from Peru. And secondly, one of her things that she she mentioned to me when we first spoke was that as an immigrant, it made her feel a loss of identity. I think that this is one of the contributing problems to the Latina pay gap is that whether it was your parents, whether it was you, whether it was your grandparents, that you came from another country here to the U.S., and it was almost like a culture shock, a loss of identity. You don't know who you are. You don't know what the language is. You don't know if you fit in. Why do you look different? Why do you speak different, right? It's just a culture shock. It makes you feel um, insecure. I think that our parents, our grandparents, or maybe you as well, right? Like we're just happy to be here. We're just grateful. We're, we just are happy to have more than what we had. We don't want to ask for more. We'll take the first offer they give us. We're just happy to have a job. We'll scrub toilets. We'll clean houses. We do not care what we have to do. We just want to put food on the table. We just want our family to be happy. We, we don't need money to be happy. We just need love and family. And as long as we have that, we have everything. And even though that's true and 100% estoy de acuerdo, at the same time, you guys know that you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting more. There's nothing wrong with having big dreams and being ambiciosa. So a lot of us maybe still have some limiting beliefs that we're struggling with because we're afraid to raise our hand and say, yeah, I meant for more. Yes, I want the nice car. Yes, I want the nice house. Yes, I want to make an impact. Yes, I want to make more money. And we're insecure. Why? Right? And so I feel like when we dig deep into our roots, that is a huge contributing factor. I wanted to bring Claudia in because 
one she has literally lived through this herself so she tells her story of how she overcame that and also really tells us how we can become more confident by embracing our strengths I have to get into this formal introduction because Claudia Torres is a Gallup certified strengths coach and she has a master's in international management. Like I told you guys before, she's from Lima, Peru and she has lived in Dallas for many years and she focuses really on helping Latinas discover and maximize their strengths so that they can increase their performance and generate world-class results. As a young girl, she used to struggle with finding out what made her different from anybody else. In fact, she actually thought she was just an average person. That was when she discovered the source of her potential and her power. Her background is in corporate America through a very well-known beauty company, and she has trained hundreds of women on the topic of strengths, and now part of her mission is to help other women discover their zone of genius so that they can also create the life that they want. And in addition to that, you guys, Claudia was the perfect example of somebody that really just needed to monetize her strengths in a different way. Claudia is an alumni of the Latina Business Academy. You guys, if you haven't already checked it out, doors are opening November 9th. You get that inside scoop because you're listening right now. I'm doing one more open this year and I will sell out. I will over deliver. I will help you get that business up and running within the next 12 weeks. Claudia is a perfect example of somebody who had so much experience and knowledge and skills and yet we found another way for her to add an additional stream of income which is with her course and I promise you once we get into this conversation you guys are going to want to work with her because there aren't not enough people talking about focusing on your strengths. Everybody wants to better their weaknesses everybody wants to focus on the things that they're not good at and she really gives us some great tips and tools on how we can focus on our strengths so that we can show up as our highest selves listas let's go first of all it's such an honor to be here with you jessica and to be with all of these women who follow you because i know these women are you know they're ambitious they want to grow and they're looking for that piece of education motivation and inspiration uh, to reach their goals. So it's truly an honor to be here. And uh, yeah, so I'm originally from Peru, from Lima, Peru. That's why uh, you hear the accent. Uh, I moved to the U.S. when I was 18 years old. Uh, you know, I have lived in, in Dallas, in Texas for most of my time. And uh, when I moved, uh, when I was 18, I always dreamt of getting an education and working for corporate America and traveling and perhaps one day, you know, own my own business. You know, looking back, I can see how uh, I always had this internal drive to achieve. And no wonder, because my number one talent, my number one strength is achiever. So, um, of course, being an immigrant, it, it wasn't easy at the beginning. I really had to start from zero. I had to teach myself how to speak English at an adult age, right? I had to learn how to assimilate. And I actually went through what you call the culture shock. And I know many of your audience members might have heard about that. I never really understood it until I had to experience it. And, you know, I think it mostly happened because I could not speak the language and I couldn't really understand what people were saying. So to me, being such an extrovert, it was very frustrating. So so um, not only that, but also, you know, I had to leave my friends behind, my family behind. So all of that has a huge impact uh, on, on yourself, on your self-esteem. And I know many people who are listening to this can agree to that. They might have not experienced that, but maybe their parents have or their grandparents have, right? And uh, let me tell you that that has a 
huge impact in your confidence, in your identity, in your whole being, right? And uh, because you don't really know what's what's happening, and it's really it really shakes you at your very core. And I don't really hear that many people uh, talk about that, but to me that is that is extremely important because that has a, an effect on yourself. And I mean, I was I was young, right? I experienced that when I was really young, but I always think about those adults, right? Who have to move at a very adult age and who have to do jobs who never thought they, they, they had to do. And the problem here is that this particular situation, right? This particular experience sometimes gets passed down from generation to generation. You know, that feeling exactly. of not enough. I mean, I don't know what do you, what do you think about that, but I feel like that's mm. something that we have never really we've never really talked about, right? And the problem is that sometimes we do things, we behave the way we behave because our parents did, or our our little did, right? And we don't even question those patterns, we don't even question those thought processes because because what? Because they did it. And the reality is that our reality is very different than their reality, right? They yeah. perhaps didn't have what we have now and i believe strongly that is our job now that we have uh, all this access to communication all this access to this great information to cut that cycle and to really ask yourself why am i doing what i'm doing why am i behaving the way i'm behaving why am i thinking the way i'm thinking so and the only way that you can do that is by really knowing who you are at your core but knowing what your strengths are and why you deserve the life the, the life that you want to have and uh, even in the, in the amount of money that a lot of people are making right so that's something that we really need to pay attention to going back to to my story you know, it took me about a year to get over that culture shock and you know then i said you know if if i want to make something out of myself if i have sacrificed so much it, it better be worth it, right? So, and that's when I decided to apply to college. And uh, I remember now, now that I look back when I was this young girl who was starting college, I always say that I wish there was a me for me when I was that age. In other words, I wish there was this this coach, right? This strengths coach when I was that young and I didn't really know who I was. I didn't really know the strengths I had. I always thought that I was just average and that um, I was just going to have an average life and that uh, I didn't really have the strengths or the talents that, you know, really successful people mm-hmm. are supposed to have. I thought that I just wasn't really anything special. And I know many people perhaps can relate to that, right? I wish there was someone who would have told me, you know what, this is who you are, these are your strengths, and this is how you can apply your strengths in a meaningful way so you can achieve your goals. Uh, The reality is that um, the reason that the people that we admire the most are successful is because, you know, they have discovered their own zone of genius and that they have leaned into that, they have leaned into those strengths over and over and over again, so they could have the results they have. And just like they have their own zone of genius, just like they have their own set of strengths, you do too, right? I always say that um, success, excellence comes in different forms. So that is a problem sometimes, because sometimes we compare ourselves to others, and we're like, oh, well, I don't have what she has. And how can I reach the level of success she's got because I am not like she is. And yes, you're right. You are not like her, but 
you also have your own set of strengths and you have to focus on yourself and lean into that, polish that, harness that so you can also achieve the high quality world-class results that you're looking for. Uh, in my lifetime, I have always, I have seen people reach high level, like world-class level results, the same world-class level results taking di different approaches. In other words, I have seen people who have taken completely different approaches and yet they still arrived at the same results. And that approach, that path that they took to get there is given by their talents. So everything starts and ends with your talents. That's something that we always need to be aware of. And, you know, here's something really interesting that uh, looking back, I can see how I Consciously, I was using my talents. I didn't know anything about talents, but subconsciously, I, I didn't really know anything about strengths, but I was tapping into my own strengths to achieve the, the results that I wanted to achieve, which was, you know, to graduate from school, to get a great job. I did all of that. And now my goal, now that I'm a strength coach, my goal is to really help other women discover their, their zone of, of genius, their own strengths, so they can become the person they want to become and have the life they they want to have. Mm, Claudia, this is amazing, incredible. Like I, f I feel like I'm first of all I'm taking a lot of lot of notes here. Um, even just from your story, like I kind of wanted to go back to all of that, which was how I think really is one of the root of the problems as to why we are the lowest Latinas are the lowest paid women in the in the country, right? And I think that you really hit the nail on the head on the foundation as to why, and it's because we are passed down these beliefs or maybe whether we are immigrants or, you know, daughters or granddaughters of immigrants where like we have this insecurity of like not belonging, of, of not being enough of, I don't know, we're not, we don't know if we are deserving of that, right? Just enough. And so I really love that you said that because that perspective just taught me a lot, even just saying, oh yeah, well, I, I came here and I didn't realize that when you were in Peru, you were very confident. And not that you not, are not now, right? Like if you guys were to see Claudia, go on her Instagram. I'll share it later. But she's very beautiful. She's very confident. She's very poised. But at the same time, it's like, oh, when you come here, you're like kind of put yourself in a box and you're extroverted, but then you can't be social. No one understands you have to downplay yourself. Right. And some people get stuck there. Yeah. And some people get stuck there. They don't know how to charge their worth. They're just, we feel like they're, we're average, right? Like, oh, we're, there's nothing special about us. I felt like that too growing up. I was never the smart athletic one. I told, I've shared this before. You guys know, um, I was just like the pretty one. Like my brother was like, maybe you should marry rich. Right. And so maybe there's people that are like, that are listening to this that are saying, I don't know what my strengths are. I don't, and I don't know how I should harness that and polish that when I don't know what my strengths are. And that's why it's so powerful that you highlight that. Why? Because when we're in school, when we're in formal education, um, the, las maestras, the teachers, they love to highlight, you know, or even our parents too, when they get the report card, they want to highlight the things that we're not good at. Oh, you got an A plus in reading and, and public speaking and communications, but you got a D in math. Let's work on the math. Right. And that is something that, wow, you uh, just tapped into something that we always teach, that I always teach as a strengths coach, because the reality is that we are not 
meant to be well-rounded. We are not supposed to be well-rounded. We always think growing up that if I become well-rounded, I can be successful. But just think about that for a second, right? Even the people that you admire the most. I mean, let's take Oprah like as, as an example, because I think everybody knows is known as being a world-class communicator. That's how she has become who she has become, because she has tapped into that power, into those strengths, into those talents to become who she is right now. Oprah is not a world-class basketball player. Oprah is not a world-class singer, right? Oprah is known as a world-class communicator. So again, it's not about you being well-rounded. There are going to be things that you're just not really good at, and that's okay, because all you need to tap into those strengths, into those talents to achieve whatever goals you have for your life. At the end of the day, this is about performance. At the end of the day, this is about achieving whatever you feel like you deserve to achieve. But all of that starts and ends with your identity. Something that I've heard from someone that I truly admire uh, is that you're never ever gonna outperform your identity. In other words, we've never seen people reach dreams and goals that are bigger and better than the identity they have created for themselves. So if you wanna achieve those dreams, those goals that you have for yourself, you must start by crafting the right identity, right? An identity that is aligned with those dreams and goals. And the perfect place to start is your strengths, your talents, because guess what? Your talents make up your identity, okay? So your talents are part of your DNA. They're never going to change. They're never going to go away. You're born with them and you're going to die with them. So you might as well do something with them. There's this uh, person that I, I love to uh, listen to. Uh, his name is Les Brown. And uh, he always says that the richest places on earth are the cemeteries. The reason that, you know, those places are the richest places on earth because there, in there lie people that never knew what their gifts were never opened their gifts. There are books that were never written. There were, you know, companies that were never formed. There were cures for illnesses that were never, ever, ever invented. And uh, there are leaders that were never made. Why? Because they never took the chance. They never took the opportunity to open those gifts, to open those strengths that they were born with. And because of that, it's not only, it wasn't only their loss, but it was a loss for everybody else, right? So that's something that we must always be aware of. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, let's take a moment of silence for all those dreams that were never formed. Those companies that were never started, the cures that were never invented. Well, when you put it in perspective like that, you're like, wow, it's not just about you. It affects everyone. When you're not using your strengths, when you're not stepping into your power, when you're not showing up, it's not just your dreams. It's, you know, like what could have happened. So, so powerful. So um, you can't outperform your own identity. And if you don't know who you are, right? then how can you perform? How can you build on those talents when you don't know where what they are? So in a second, I'm going to have you go over how we can find our, our strengths or how we can kind of build on that. But I wanted to go back really quick into how this really is such a deep-rooted problem when we think about it. Because like you said, it's an identity crisis. We don't know. No somos aquí ni de allá right? We don't know where we're from. We have some thoughts of here. But then also, I like that you said earlier that um, we have a new reality, right? In 2020, like what used to be wherever you're from. So I'm, my, my parents are from Mexico and they're literally from a small town, like a small, small rancho. And it's like, that's not how we do things anymore. It's 2020, right? And it's just not the reality. So thinking about like, hey, we're not from here, from neither, yeah, but also how can we find these talents? How do we know 
how to lean in on them and how can we stop let go of the expectation of being balanced or the expectation of being well-rounded so that we can just show up really good at one thing right really good at one thing or a few things right there are some people who are like really powerful communicators they know how to move the masses and they can reach their goals by leaning into those there are others who are really good executors right they're workhorses they just also know how to motivate people by getting stuff done right there are other people who have amazing amazing strategic thinking talents and uh they they don't work hard they work smart so and, and you have one of those or a combination of those so that's something that we always must become aware of my goal. It's not about what you have. It's not about what you don't have. It's about, you know, what am I trying to accomplish here? And what do I have to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Working with what you have, right. naturally. And, you know, Claudia, one more thing. I, I, I joke about this, but it's so true that you said this earlier. And I have, to, I have to bring it up because it's just funny at this point. I always joke that if we were to end up in jail, okay, you were to, if Claudia was to end up in jail, me end up in jail, <laughs> Have you, I don't know if you saw Orange is the New Black or you know what I mean, right? Like that's when you see people, no matter what their background is, they are who they are and it, in real life and in jail. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just who they are. So I always joke about that because I'm like, hey, I'm very confident that if I ended up in jail, I would literally still be a business coach. Like I would still be helping people strategize their ideas. We would be turning like everything into a side hustle. We would be monetizing it. We'd be having meetings. We'd be having like book club. Like that is real. Like that is real life, right? When you're talking about this, it's just who we are. Even if no matter what the setting is, the talents and the strengths are always going to be the same. That's what's going to come forward. Uh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to share with you later what uh, specific assessment you can take to see and to really see what specific talents you have. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in just a bit. But you, all you need to, to do is take the assessment once you don't need to take it ever, ever again, because that's never going to change. They might change in order, but they're, they're never going to go, they, a, a talent is never going to turn into a weakness. So um, that's something that we need to be aware of. But now that I'm speaking about that, something that we need to be aware of as well is that sometimes we can use our talents as a gift towards ourselves, towards others, but also we can use our talents as a weapon. Okay, so when you use your talent as a weapon, you defeat the purpose of strength, you defeat the purpose of talent, and that's when you just not use it in in the right way. And uh, what I mean by that, I'm just going to give you a quick example. Say you have high competition talent. I love people with that talent because they always want to be number one and they have this motivation, right? To be the first one and to do it really well. And they're going to pull from that motivation to give their very best. But if you use it as a weapon, let's say if you have, you know, um, that particular talent, that means that you're going to do whatever it takes to be number one, even if it involves doing things that are not right, right? Even if it involves putting people down. And that's when you start using that as a weapon. And just like that particular talent has that, every talent has what we call balcony behaviors, which are the, you know, the positive behaviors and basement behaviors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we fall into those basement behaviors because we are not aware of our talent, right? And we react, we react, we react. That's our initial reaction, that our initial inclination. And that's why I always say, knowing your talents is not a luxury, is a necessity. You must know what your talents are 
number one, so you can use them in a positive way to, of course, you know, achieve your goals. So, and also, so you can stay away from those basement behaviors because that will completely defeat the purpose and that will not take you closer to your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's literally you working against yourself with your own mm-hmm. strength, self-sabotage. What, what would be our next steps for someone to be able to t- figure out what their talents and their strengths are? What do you recommend as a coach? Yeah. Okay, we'd like to share with you in the next few minutes. It's a quick pathway to strengths mastery, okay? And it's going to sound really simple, but I really want you to hear me out because this is where a lot of people fail, honestly, because they're like, oh, I already know this. So take the Strengths Finder assessment online. You just go, you know, to Google and type in Strengths Finders or Gallup Strengths, and you are going to be able to purchase the assessment. There is one that I think it's only like 20 bucks. And that's where you get your top five, your top five talents. Those are extremely important because those are the talents that you wear every day. The way you think, the way you feel, the way you behave, the way, the reason that you're attracted to certain things and not, all of that is given by your top talents. Okay, so that is extremely important. So you must start by knowing and harnessing those top five. You can take the assessment for the top five, or you can always take the assessment for the full report, which is going to give you the full 34. Of course, the bottom ones are not your areas of strength. But again, we're not going to focus on that because if you start focusing on that, you're going to start focusing from a place of scarcity, right? So you don't want that, okay? You don't want any of that. We're working from a place of abundance. And uh, we're going to start with the top five. That, I think, is like 50 bucks. It's going to take about 30 to 40 minutes to take the assessment. Make sure that you have plenty of time to do it. Don't do it in a hurry. You, you know, take your time. Once you do that, you're going to get to report. The main report that I want you to focus on, uh, the report that is called the Signature theme report. And the reason that you want to focus on that report is because that particular report is going to give you an an explanation about of each of those talents, right? You really want to know, you want to get grounded in the meaning of that particular talent. And what I mean by that is when you see the report, I don't want you to stop and say, oh, competition, I already know what that means. Oh, achiever, I already know what that means, right? Because, you know, I have done this training for hundreds and hundreds of women. And that is the biggest mistake that a lot of people make, that they already assume the meaning behind the name. Something that I'm going to warn you about is that within the uh, context of Clifton strengths, the meaning might be very different. I'm going to give you a quick example, you know, uh, empathy. Empathy, believe it or not, is a talent. And uh, a lot of times we confuse empathy with sympathy. You know, in the outside world, we think that empathy is sympathy. Oh, we feel bad or we feel good for that person. But in this world, what empathy means is that the person who has that particular talent um, has the ability to read your emotions. She can do an x-ray of your emotions and you don't even know it. It doesn't mean that she feels good or she feels bad about it. It simply means that she knows what you're feeling. I mean, how powerful is that? Think about that for a second if you have that talent, right? Amazing. Again, you must really understand what the talent means. And as you're reading your report, what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking, right, how that particular talent manifests in you. As you're reading that, you're going to say, wow, that is so me. And I think this is how I use it, right? Think about those moments of success that you've had in your lifetime. And as you read about those talents, think about how that talent played a role 
in that success that you had. Because the reality is that the reason that you had that success or whatever success you had in your life is because you were leaning into those strengths. You were leaning into those talents, okay? Don't stop at just one or two words because that's another mistake that many people make. They think, oh, okay, so uh, I have competition and I like to win. Boom, done. No, there's more to you than than that okay you will be doing a disservice to yourself and to that particular talent just by uh you know uh, describing your talent by one or two words your talents do a lot more for you so your job is to be able to describe your talent when i see you right in the out in the street and i say hey tell me about your achiever talent right? let's say i have achiever right i can tell you you know what here's how things work with me because i have achiever i love to get things done i like to make a list but not only i use that particular talent to make things happen but i also use that talent to build relationships with others how because the way that i show that i care about others is by doing things for other people i also motivate people with that particular talent how because when i get things done right people get motivated they're like oh my gosh she's doing it i can do it too right i bring that energy when i walk into a room so again i can describe my talent my achiever talent and i can go on and on and on and on about my talent because i know it right i have mastered that and that's your goal to start really learning okay here's what it means and here's how it works for me and that's your number two steps. Once you do that, okay, the next step is to start gaining appreciation for your talent. And that will come, I believe, as you start understanding your talent. You must fall in love with who you are. That's who you are, right? Uh, sometimes I see people, when I train people, they are like, oh, I got, I got, I got this talent, you know, I got this on my report and I, I don't think I like it, you know, and I think that the reason that a lot of people don't, don't like their talents, number one is because they don't even know the meaning behind the talent, okay, they only see the name and they're like, oh, I don't like it, and uh, number two, you know, they don't really know the value that that talent brings to the table, and that's something that um, I, can I, I can suggest, if you really want to start getting appreciation of your talent, you must start by really uh, trying to discern what value that particular talent brings to the table. When you walk into a room, what happens, right? If you have a, you know, the positivity talent, do you bring this beautiful, powerful, emotional energy where people just feel happier when they're around you? Or uh, when you walk into a room, do uh, people start feeling included because you have this includer talent? Or perhaps when you walk into a room, people start getting into action. Why? Because you have this activator talent where people just start getting, you know, moving because you just bring that energy into the room. What value do that particular talent brings to the table? That's how you're going to start getting appreciation for your talent. Okay, so the final step is to start applying your talent. I mean, Yes, you're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to feel amazing. Your confidence is going to be on, on the roof. But at the end of the day, this is about application of talent. This is about applying your talents intentionally. And as you start realizing, as you start learning about your talents, you're also going to learn about your motivators, right? You're going to learn about what motivates you and what trains you. And what motivates you, Jessica, is going to be very different to what motivates me. And all of that is going to be given by the talents that we possess. So mm -hmm. our goal is to start finding out what fits my talent, what, um, you know, how I can start feeding my talent so I can motivate myself to uh, perform at that world-class level that I'm looking for, right? Because I think people, the people who are listening to, to you, the people who follow you, they're looking for world-class results, they're looking for world-class performance, and the only way that you can do that is by applying your talents in a meaningful way. 
And the point here is to start, you know, self-expressing your talent and also self-regulating your talent, right? When you learn about your talent, when you know, you know, what fits your talent, when you become aware of your talent, what you're going to start doing is you're going to start to self-expressing your talent, depending on the context that you're in, right? Or perhaps self-regulating your talent. Let's say you have this beautiful, amazing communication talent. Well, you know, people who have that talent, they typically love to speak. They talk, they love to talk, right? And uh, at some point, depending on the context, you're just going to have to zip it, right? And that means that you're going to have to start self-regulating that talent because that if you don't do that, that's when you start turning that talent into a weapon towards mm. yourself and towards other people. That's the beauty of start applying and start investing in your talent. You get to a point where you know when to apply self-express it or self-regulate that particular talent. And that's what strength is all about, right? It's about self-awareness and it's all about being intentional in everything you do, in how you present yourself, how you show up, how you can show up as your most powerful self. So not only you can get the results you want, but also people can see the value that you bring to the table and they can also pay you accordingly. Uh, mic drop, goals, all of the things. Claudia, so good. I, I'm telling you, I'm taking so many notes here. You just taught me so much. And just the, this quick session about myself, about become, just gain that self-awareness. That really is goals, I think, for so many people that we're just like, we're so hard on ourselves. We're yeah. so dang hard on ourselves about the things we're not good at. I'm not good at this. I need to work on this. I should, right? And that was one of my things for this year too. And I've shared this with you is like, we just need to stop being so apologetic. We just need to start showing up unapologetically in our strengths, in our talents, so that we can do X, Y, and Z. Can You just gave us so many steps on how we can do that. How can we work with you? How can we people follow you on Instagram? How can we get to know more? Uh, Latina Strength Coach. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be launching my own um, program very soon. Yes, uh, what I, yeah, and uh, what I highly suggest right? The first step is to take the group, the group uh, course, because that's where you start really gaining really deep understanding about your talents. Uh, and it's beautiful, right? Uh, you start not only learning about your talents, but also other people's talents, because here's the thing, you are surrounded by people, you have family, you have people that you love, right? They, they also have their own set of talents. And what you're going to start gaining from this, um, this class is that you not only are going to start learning things about yourself, but also talents that perhaps your mom, your dad, your husband, your daughter, your son, your coworker have. So how beautiful is that, that this particular uh, course is not only a self-awareness in high-performing course, but it's also a community awareness tool, right? Where you can learn about other people and how you can improve those relationships with people, how you can really now understand where they are coming from. Because I think that's where the biggest problem comes from, right? We don't really understand where people come from. And we think people see the world the way we see it. And that could not be any farther from the truth. Your reality is going to be very different than their reality. And that's what I offer in my course, even though it's a group group course is very individualized in a way that you truly uh, walk away with like, wow, this is who I am. Now I understand why I behave the way I behave. Now I understand my motivators. Now I'm in love with my talents. And uh, we walk through a series of exercises to do that. So you're going to gain some understanding about how you can start applying your talents more intentionally. Yes. Thank you so much, Claudia. I am telling you, I have taken so many notes and you're my friend, you're my client. Like I've, I've literally worked with you and I've, I've seen you shine, but this is just 
totally your zone of genius. You are owning it. Thank you me. are sitting on a gold mine and everybody's going to like, seriously, I'm like, uh, once this gets out, once this episode gets out, everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, I need to work with her because your energy is coming through the screen. I feel you. You filled my cup. I feel so ready for the day. And I'm just so grateful to know women like you. And you're really going to make a huge, you are, you've already made such a huge difference with those hundreds of women you've worked with, but now it's going to be on your own terms with our community and giving back and we need you. And I'm so happy that you're stepping into this role and owning it. I'm so proud of you. And I cannot wait to work with you. Oh, thank you so much. And I just want to say that I truly admire you, Jessica. You are such an amazing woman. And I know many people agree with that. Thousands and thousands of women who follow you agree with that. And I'm thankful for everything that you have also poured into me. So I'm really hoping to get to know other women as well who are really looking to live their own version of the American dream. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful for you. If you want to keep hearing podcasts like this, nothing inspires me more than seeing that people are subscribing. So please subscribe, please leave a review and tell me what are some of the key lessons you learned and how you're going to apply this to your business. Also, can you do one more thing for me? Take a screenshot and post it. I'll definitely share it and just remember one more thing. You could be one strategy away from making it big. Hasta la próxima. Say goodbye. Latina business couch. Say goodbye. Latina business couch.